uh, by the village. Uh, there's a child went missing. Um, they're, you know, the, the parents are going to pay you their basically life savings of 20 silver pieces, a little farming place. Um, but the only clue they have is that there's a big forest nearby. They're a kind of a, they, they subsist mostly on farming, a little hunting in there. Sometimes kids go playing, sometimes they get lost. Uh, there's rumors of goblins in the forest, so. Um, you two, and also you have a uh, companion named Cedric. He's just a hireling, uh, carries stuff, and you guys got a donkey. Um, also just used for carrying stuff primarily. Uh, all, all your adventuring supplies, so you guys don't got to truck that around and weigh yourselves down. Um, and you've been wandering around the woods for five days. It's been very rainy, very windy, very cold. It's been a miserable experience. You've found no trace of this child or, or goblins or anything of the sort. Um, you've even tried circling back around to get out, and you're, you basically are almost hopelessly lost at this point. But on the evening of day five, you come to a clearing, and there's a low hill, and on this hill is this, uh, you know, the, the moonlight's shining down on it. You can you get a silhouette of this kind of oblong stone, this massive stone with, um, looks like, two growths popping out of it. And, you know, as the clouds part, moonlight, you know, brightens up. You can see that it has a vague semblance of a skull. And you can hear, like, a slamming. Like, the, the wind's blowing, and you hear, like, a wham. Wham. Bam. And you, you realize that it's a, it's a door at the, at the uh, base of it. It's just slamming against the wind, gets knocked back, it's blown open, slammed closed again. Uh, no light from inside, no noise. You said it was raining pretty hard? It's, it's right now it's uh, raining, I would say, not too heavily, but definitely not light. What are you doing? Right. Uh, what? Well, just to save time, I've given my name, my fighter a name. He's oh. called Marcus. Okay. And what, what's the elf druid called? Uh, Fira. I will type it. So, okay. Oh, okay. Mispronunciation. Okay. Right. I will probably mispronounce it. <laughs> well, Fira, do you think we should take a look inside. It's possible the child might have want, got lost in the woods and wandered in there looking for protection. Absolutely. It's raining. I wouldn't want to be anywhere outside. So, so who, who, who's going first? Not it. Okay. Cedric's like a... He, he's, he's on a war... I mean, he, he has a quarter staff, but oh, that's okay. mostly his hiking stick. He's... he You know, you can lap things, but he's definitely not a fighter. He's kind of looking like for one of you, like, okay, you guys go first. Okay, how how big is this structure roughly? Uh, it's about thirty forty feet high. And how why how, how what's the sort of circumference? Oh, um, twenty-ish feet, I'd say, from okay. diameter. Okay. Well, in that case, I will. There's probably not, not much point in using stealth if I'm in armor, so I'm just gonna, I'm just going to suggest the other two stay there, and I'm just going to walk around with my sword and shield at the ready, and I'm just going to see if that if that's the only way in. Okay, so uh, 
you walk up there, the door is slamming. Um, again, you don't see even closer. Uh, the only thing you see on the door is when it opens in the moonlight, you can catch a glint of something metal. Uh, about like if you were in front of the door, you would say it's about eye the height of your eyes. Um, and then it, you walk around it, it's overgrown, there's lots of vines, lots of bushes, and all the cracks and crevices on it, and you loop back around, you don't, uh, there actually, you do find there is a slot, or like a hole, um, on one side of it, and there's a dark, uh, like, stain and smear, and at the base of it, there's poop. Really? Yeah. And... So, what did you say was a, a boot? No, poop. Uh, feces. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, can I try a, a survival roll to see if I can maybe identify the animal? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, go ahead and uh, that would be a wisdom check. I don't think I gave you survival. I, I, I did give you survival. I've, got plus, oh, I've yeah. got plus one survival. I gave you survival because I thought, you know, maybe he'll be like a fighter was a hunter or something before he was a fighter. So there you go. So what what do I what dice do I need to roll? Oh, a uh, twenty cider. Twenty. Okay. Uh, oh, here's one. I've rolled a ten with a plus one is eleven. Okay. Um, it looks like a human. Right. It doesn't seem like white or like an animal. It doesn't seem like a like round like Pebbles a. That's not pebbly. It's just kind of like a splurt. So. Yeah, it's been so, so, on, so it's kind of humanoid, perhaps. Yeah. All right, I'll go back to the others and say, well, I doesn't seem to be any way in, apart from the front door. There's a there was, was there was it as like a little hole though, wasn't it? With the the, the poop, yeah, it was a. Uh... Yeah, definitely too small for like even a halfling to crawl into. Not that a, a halfling would want to crawl in there, but. Okay. Well, in that case, I'll I'll tell the others what I found, and well, maybe there's something in there. Well, maybe. Maybe we the, maybe the goblins up. are in there. Well, then we go with caution. Yeah, absolutely. Now, who's going? Who's taking the point? I'll take point. Okay. I'll, and I'll just go probably. Yeah, well, I'll need a torch, presumably, if it's if it's dark out, getting dark outside. How about I hold the torch? Oh, Cedric okay, hold the torch. Be... Oh, yeah. Because that way you guys can have your... Yeah, yeah, the lackey, he's going to hold the torch up, and that way you guys can have your swords and your okay. shields ready to go in case something goes down. Right. So he's more than happy to do right. that. Um, well, I will, I will suggest we try and proceed as quietly as possible. Okay. Um, so you, you walk up to it, uh, you get to the front door again, it's... You know, wham, wham. And uh, you can see that um, when you're close to it, the, that glinting object that you saw, uh, it's a, a sun cross. It's like a circle with a, with a cross in the middle of it. And um, it, at first you think it might be made of like steel, but on closer inspection, it looks like it's actually made of pure silver. Nails kind of curled around so it won't like, it can't pop off, but it's just kind of stuck to the front door on the inside. Oh, on the inside. And also on the inside are a number of, there's a couple pretty shallow scratches, 
but otherwise the door looks uh, pretty much intact. All right. Well, in that case, I will, I will go in. Okay. Uh, inside, it looks like a almost like a living room. There's uh, some a big table, some chairs. Um, everything though has been ransacked. Like tables knocked over. There are sheets of paper just kind of fluttering around in the wind. Uh, there's a bunch of candles that have been melted down to nothing. Just puddles of wax. Um, the walls. There looks like there were blankets or tapestries hung on it, but they've been, looks like they've been incinerated. Uh, there's burnt, there's scorch marks all over the interior. Uh, there's claw marks. Uh, there's also blood spatter. Um, and you can see that from the door, as you look in, there's a big, like a big smear that goes all the way across the room to another door that's right in front of you. Does the smear look like blood? Oh yeah, it's definitely. It looks like blood. It looks like a like someone just dragged a, a, a profusely bleeding corpse or someone just across the floor. Is it possible to tell roughly how long ago this happened? I mean, is it so recent or is it a it long looks, time ago? It, it looks like it's it's dried. It's it's not not even congealed. Oh, it's it's dried dried. Well, maybe whatever what? did this is gone. <laughs> wow. Uh, there is, is a so there, there's a door all across from you. There's another. There's a staircase to your left that winds up, presumably to the second floor, and then underneath the staircase, there's another door. All right. Is there any I'm going to go up to the door beneath the staircase and okay. I'm just I'm going to listen see if I can hear anything I uh, it seems uh, you don't hear anything okay is there a way I can okay, figure so out what the cross in the circle cross is for like why someone would put it up on a door uh, religion check or our camera I don't have either but what is the stat for religion uh, intelligence what's but you're, yeah, you're it's, druid. It's, um, this might actually apply, kind of. So, uh, go ahead and use nature then. Okay. Eighteen. Um, so the sun cross is, uh, especially since you're part of the circle of the sun druids, it's a um, uh, like a warding symbol, protective, keeps keeps evil things away. Oh. I'm going to leave it where it is then. <laughs> it might be there for a reason. Yes. Anyway, so is it? Did you say it was actually on the inside? Yeah. Yeah. So if the door was closed, you wouldn't have seen it. You mean coming up yeah. to the place? Yeah, yeah. If the door had been closed when you approached this this you know tower thing, you you wouldn't have actually seen the sun cross at all. Now, did you say he heard anything? No, he didn't. He wouldn't. He didn't hear anything. All right. 
I, I suggest we we're going to explore. I, I suggest we clear the lower floor first before going up or down. Yeah, definitely. You never know what you're going to find. <laughs> treasure. I'm true. just in that case. I'm going to go up to that the door underneath the staircase. And I'm, I'm going to open it. Okay. Uh, there are a bunch of cloaks, some hooded, some not, uh, just hanging on a rack. Closet. They look valuable. Uh, oh, you're actually gonna inspect them? Like rough through them? Yeah, I just wanna see if there's any of value. Give me a perception check. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, 24. <laughs> so, Fira walks up to it, she's like, you know, oh, is anything in there look, look valuable? And then you stop, you see this faint little orange glinting Light, a uh, light in there, almost like like a flame that's almost been almost been extinguished, like a coal. Mm-hmm. And you can see that it's moving a little bit, like it's looking, it's kind of darting back and forth. Is and you realize it's an eye looking between you and uh, Marcus. Uh, and okay. it's almost completely. Uh, you're not even. You're surprised you even noticed it. Um, I'm gonna whisper. There is something in here. <laughs> I don't think it's friendly. It's weird looking. Well, all you can see is the eye. It's the eye. Well, that doesn't give me. I don't like the idea that it's got flames for eyes. Um, I'm just gonna take a step back as I whisper that. Then, it will come lunging out <sighs> as it realizes the jig is up. So, this burnt blackened skeleton skeletal creature comes bursting out of the cloaks uh so imagine skeleton bones blackened cracks and in the cracks there's there's flames like it's almost like it's a uh like you know like a piece of wood that's still like cinders um the other thing that's a little more shocking than that is the fact that it has these spiky horn growths that just seem to be kind of randomly um, appearing on its on its body, and it just comes scrabbling out, uh, clawed hands, uh, it's snarling, um, and it's going after. Well, I guess yeah, it's going after you, Marcus, since Fear stepped back, and you're the closest now. Sorry. Uh, so, initiative. Uh, right. So yes. the, is that D twenty again? Uh, where we do a group initiative to make things easier. Oh. So you roll a d20, I'll roll a d20, and then it'll basically be, you know, if you roll higher, you and Fira go first, and if I roll higher, I go, then you go, and the order that you two go in, it doesn't matter. It's just, it's more of like party's side, monster side goes. Okay. 13. Uh, five. So you guys get a, so yeah, it comes, okay. she, since she warned you, you were, you were like, Oh crap! And then it comes bursting out. You got your shield up, sword out. You're ready to go. Right. I'm gonna try and whack it then. Okay. So using my sword, got a plus four to hit. Oh. I'm gonna roll that again. It was at a. It got caught. Hold okay. on. I hate that. I get that all the time. <laughs> I really do. And I have to look over at David going, can I re-roll this? Cause Cause it's all cocked. Yeah. It's like between like a 1 and a 20. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's a, a fifth. that's a 15 plus 4. That's a 19. Oof. That's a good, that's a, yeah, you hit it. You 
Uh, smack it good. Uh, go ahead and roll damage. Uh, let's see, 1d8 plus 4. Oh, come on. Alright. Oh. Just trying to find a d8. Oh, oh there, there's one. That's a six. So that's ten. Oof. Okay. Uh, you chop it. Um, you you slice through uh, like one of its collarbones. Um, it seems to be more durable than what you'd expect a skeleton to be. Oh. But you definitely hurt it. Uh, there's like a little burst of flames and it's snarling and it's trying to it's trying to get around your shield now. What are you doing, Fira? Um, I'll do my uh, my little circle of the sun blasty whatever. Okay. Uh, definitely a hit, which is a twenty-two. Okay. And then seven radiant and fire damage. Okay. So. Um, it's still, you blast it in the face, it's still standing though, and it's going to, actually, Cedric is going to just cry out a shout, like, and just start wildly whapping at it with his quarterstaff. Uh, he will hit. Um, well, okay, a little bit. Um, so he just hits it in the back, it doesn't even really seem to notice he's doing anything, and then uh, it's going to try to claw at Marcus. Uh... Marcus, I know your armor class is 17, and this guy only got a 9, so he's he's trying to get around your shield, he's clawing at your armor, but he can't find a way through, so you're totally fine, and now it's your guys to turn again. Alright, I'm gonna have another go. That's 11 plus 4, 15. That's it. That's 12. Oof. Okay. Uh, yeah, you, you cleave it in the skull, and uh, it starts staggering back, and there's, like, little blobs of, like, molten blood or something coming out of its skull, and it tries to grab its head, and then it shrieks and explodes. So, uh, Marcus, make a uh, dexterity save, um, which... I didn't put on your sheet. Uh, it would be plus one from your dex, though, but you have a shield. Your shield will keep you safe from the fire, so it's actually uh, plus two. You, so d20 plus two. All right. That's 14. Okay, uh, you, yeah, you managed to, you, like, oh, crap, hunker down, and then, you know, the fire bursts out little bone fragments, like one of them embeds in your shield, but otherwise uh, you're still fine. Well, that was a nasty surprise. Is there anything on it besides skeleton, bones, ash, or whatever? Uh, on on, on, the on the, what we killed. Oh, yeah, it's just the, the bones are now like they're crumbling into ashes oh. now. Okay, so there's nothing value or. Yeah. Okay. Just checking. Well, then, what's behind door number two? So they. In the cupboard. It was just a, a cupboard with cloaks in. There wasn't anything leading oh, down. Oh, yeah, that's right. I was looking at the cloaks. Um, is there anything decent in the cloaks? Um, yeah, okay, so, you know, you're kind of 
<laughs> is there anything else in there now? Uh, you don't see anything. And um, some of the cloaks are kind of patchwork. They're kind of ragged. Um, some of them are okay. But one of them, actually, you're an elf. Mm-hmm. The, one of them distinctly looks elven made. Mm-hmm. And it would be, um, uh, if you're out in the woods wearing it, it'd make you hard, you know, it's, it's good for hiding. Oh, it's like camouflage. Right? Yeah. But it kind of, it, the, the colors of it, they kind of shift around a little bit as you're looking at it in the light. Like they would kind of, almost like a, think like the Predator's camouflage thing. It's not as good. It's not yeah. going to make you visible, but it'll, you know, it'll blend you in a little better. Hmm. I guess mechanically speaking, it's if you're out in the woods, it's plus one to stealth checks. Oh, okay. Well... I suggest you take that. Yeah, definitely. Just in the in the woods, you said, or outside. It would need to be in wilderness, any kind of wilderness terrain. Um, Cedric, though, he's gonna kind of look at the cloaks and he's just gonna start grabbing some off and putting them in the donkey's saddlebags. You know, well, myself well. or something. This is kind of mutters. So, is there another door? on this level yes oh, yeah. uh, when you the one where you walked in right across from you it's the one with the big long blood stain goes right up to it uh, it's probably safe <laughs> huh. all right I'm gonna go up and I'm going to listen uh, as before don't hear anything I don't know if we're gonna hear much at all because it looks like if, if we're gonna encounter anything like what we just encountered they're hiding and waiting I'm, in that case, I'm going to open the door. Uh, this room looks like a kitchen. Um, at the center of it is this rectangular um, kind of a, a stone extrusion. Like it was, it, it kind of slopes down into the floor as if it was just carved directly, as if this room, you know, it was a higher elevation and they actually someone had chiseled this kind of table, this countertop out of the floor. Uh, there are alcoves carved into the sides of it. There's nothing in them. Um, there are ashes just scattered about everywhere. Uh, little bits of blackened wood. Um, uh, there are pots and pans. They're, some of them are dented. Some of them are kind of melted. Uh, there is a hearth, or I guess more of a stove on the far side. Oh, it's a hearth. It's, it's a whole big thing. You, you put a cauldron in it. Um, all the wood in there has been reduced to ashes. Uh, there's silverware, um, and it actually looks like it's made of real silver, and it's uh, perfectly intact. Um, it's not really ornamental or anything; like there's no real decorations to it, but it's still, you know, it's serviceable. And uh, but they're, they're they're all in perfect condition. That's just kind of strewn about the floor as well. Um, and then there is a, another door to your left that has a sun cross on that. And the blood What's stain. Happened? Oh, where does the blood stain go? That actually winds around the table and goes toward the the hearth. Hmm. Well, that doesn't make a lot of sense. I'm going to ask Fire to come in. Uh huh. I'll say, well, that's very odd. Look, goes into the hearth. Do you think there's maybe some kind of secret door or trap door 
There's only one way to find out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, no, it doesn't make any sense unless someone burned yeah. the body. I'll get, uh, before we do that, I'll get Cedric to take the silverware. Okay. He's gonna, he'll, yeah, he's gonna scoop that up. Um, uh, when the door that you guys come in, when it, you, you know, like, behind it, when it's closed, there's another sun cross on the door as well. Oh. Huh. Okay. I'm going to, can I do a percept? Um, if you, you're actively searching, um, that would... Are you, are you looking for monsters? Like, you're looking for, like, something hiding. I was looking more for something like a secret door. Oh, oh, that's a search. Um, and actually, so, with if you're looking for a secret door with, with like, a search deck, you don't, um, you don't have to roll. You can uh, do what's called taking 20, because... Uh, and that assumes that your character, you're just taking a long time. You're being very meticulous, very thorough, very careful. So instead of you rolling your search check over and over and over again, we assume that you take enough time to where you get a 20, and so you just say it's 20 plus whatever your modifier is. And that kind of gets around the whole, uh, you know, uh, I didn't find anything, I'm going to keep looking, keep looking, keep looking until you roll it. So it's a, it's kind of a mechanic from uh, third edition D&D, but yeah, if you, if you don't mind taking a really long time, you can just go with a 20 and then, you know, well, and if that works, then uh, you'll, if, if it doesn't, you don't find anything that, you know, there's nothing there or it's so well hidden, you couldn't even find it with that. Um, yeah, I think, I think we should go through the, I think we should check the other door first and then maybe okay. come back and check here. Okay. Uh, so the other door um, opens into a pantry. Uh, it smells of, smells rotten in here. Um, there's a lot of food that's been just, uh, it's covered in mold or it's putrefied. Uh, but there are, there are like jars full of pickled eggs that still look good. There's some salted meat that still smells and looks okay. Um, and there is a, a barrel full of what, you know, kind of, it doesn't smell, it looks like water. And when you look at the barrel lid, there is like a silver bar that's kind of going into the water. So when it's, it's attached to the barrel's lid, so when the lid's closed, the silver bar goes into the water. Really? Mm-hmm. That seems odd as well. Could it be holy water, do you think? Oh, that could be, or water to keep whatever they're trying to keep at bay. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to pass that to fire to keep. Mm-hmm. I suspect as Nell, she's probably better at throwing things. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um... Did you say it was in a big barrel? Then it's a pretty big barrel. Do we have? Oh, it's a big. We... It's a big barrel, is it? Ah. Do we have anything we could put it in? Or put the water in, like scoop some water. Oh, you, well, you have a. Uh, you guys have um, water skins, and um, mm-hmm. there are uh, some of the the pots. Uh, this, I'll just I'll roll the sand on you. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, three. There are three pots that are they're they're banged up. But they can still hold some water. Okay, I'm gonna do that, but give it to what? Cedric is his name. Uh, Cedric. Cedric, sorry. He'll, he'll uh, yeah, he will. He'll fill up. You know, if you wanted to, he'll fill up his water skin as well. Just so that okay. way. Yeah, you never know. Yeah, I think this would be good if we have to splash some water on something. See what what happens. If it hurts it. Yeah, and that was it. That was in the. 
They're, they're, well, the, the food still smells and looks looks uh, edible. Right. I mean, okay, so there there is rotten food in there, yes, but there is some food in there that looks like it's been preserved so it's not spoiled. Okay, we'll, well, we'll take been, that as well. Yeah, I was going to say, we've been out and about for like five days now. We probably could use some food. There's, uh, basically, if you get all the, everything, all the eggs and stuff, there's the equivalent of seven days worth of food in there. Okay. Um... How heavy is the silver bar? Oh, it's not heavy at all. It's it's like a little. It's about the size of um, it's about a foot long, really thin, oh. almost almost like a like a long nail. Can it be detached from the top of it? Yeah, you can you can just bang the lid down. It'll slide up the top of it, oh. and then it's got a little kind of a silver bar. It's a silver bar. It's I kind of think of like a stiletto, but it's not sharpened on the on the one end. Uh -huh. Um. Sure, I'm gonna kind of take that and hold on to it. Okay. Um. All right. So there, there was some. So we got stairs going up. I, I'm going to spend. Uh, yeah, I'm. Go I think we should check out the hearth. Because I, I find it very strange that this, the blood stains just disappear. Mm -hmm. I agree. So, in fact, again, it's probably better if Fara did, does that because she's got you've got I think plus four, have you? In uh, perception. Um, oh. Uh, I have plus five in perception. Oh right. Um, yeah, I'll sure. I'll, I'll do that. I'll okay. go check it out. Yeah, give me a roll then. 20? Unnatural 20. Uh, okay. <laughs> um, so you, you walk towards the hearth. You can see that it's full of ashes, but then you also notice uh, amidst the ashes, there are little bits of bones sticking out of it. And um, you, know, you kind of move some aside and you realize there's like a whole human skeleton almost completely covered in all these ashes. I'll probably just say, hey, this is probably what happened. Someone burned a body over here. And then... what? As you investigate, you know, someone burned a body here. You hear something inside the chimney. There's like a scratching noise. I'll step back <laughs> and maybe cock my head. Yeah, I'll ready my sword. I won't be directly chair. under it. I don't want to be directly under okay. it. But I'll, I'll cock my head to try and look. You know, to look underneath um, it. Yeah. So you, uh, as soon as you pop your head out, you uh, another one of those blackened, thorned burning skeletons just comes tumbling down. There's a big poof of, of ash and bone. As you, you back away. You, you were expecting it in your perception roll, so it isn't mm -hmm. going to drop on you. Okay. And instead of this flops into the, the, the hearth, big cloud of ash, and it quickly scrambles to its feet, and it looks between the two of you. Um, and initiative time again. It's, it's not really sure who to attack right now. Seven. I got a 17 this time, so Ooh. it's going to charge for... Uh, fair, because I think she's closest yeah. this time. Um, it lunges at you, swipes with one claw, you dodge back, swipes with another claw, you block it with your shield. Uh, what are you two doing? Well, I'm going to hit. I'm going to try and hit it. Go for it. Yeah, definitely. Oh, no. Uh, well, seven plus four, eleven. Uh, just 
barely a barely a miss. You 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 actually feel your sword kind of clatter against a, a couple of the rib bones, but not you know it just kind of glances off. Um, I am going to hit it. Um, well, actually, I think I'm going to try with that silver rod I got. I want to see maybe there's a reason there's all the silver around. Who knows? Um, what would be the plus? I uh, use it as a um. Dagger? We'll, we'll call it, yeah, we'll call it like a dagger. So okay. what's your uh? Dex is plus three. Okay, so plus three to hit then. Thirteen. That's a hit. And D four, right? If yeah, yeah, right. We'll, yeah we'll, we'll call it a... Three, I guess, plus three, six? Plus six. Okay, so you you, um, you um, actually feel like uh, when you hit it, mm-hmm. where the silver strikes it, its bones start to crumble. Oh. Uh, and it, it shrieks in pain, and it's grabbing at its back, uh, running away from you, backs against the wall, almost like it's a cornered rat right now, like it's it's scared. I'm going to try and hit it again. Okay. <laughs> a natural one. Oh my god. Uh, yeah, okay, you run over, you try to hit it, your sword strikes the walls as it, as it rolls out of the way, and uh, it's going to, um, it's going to, almost like a frenzied last-ditch effort, go after Farrah again, trying to, it's it's like it wants to try to get that, that silver thing away from her. Uh, oh, she's gonna get hit this time. So, uh, so Farah, it actually desperately lunges at you and gets you for six. Six. Six damage, slashing. Okay. What do you know? Is it all of our turn now? Yeah. Okay. Um, do I have the rod still? Yeah, yeah. It was. It looks like it was trying to get away from you, but it, it you know, just it just hurt you. Well, I'm gonna attack with the rod again. Okay. Then. Uh, fifteen, which I'm guessing is a hit, and that's only four damage. Okay. It's still up. Uh, it's looking between you and Marcus, and it looks at the door, and. It almost like looks like it takes a step towards it, but then it stops, um, and it, it's just trying to. It, it, again, it's focusing on you, Farah. Like uh-huh. it really wants to take you down right now. Uh, sure. but Marcus, what are you doing? I'll try and uh, I'll try and hit it again. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Ten, including the modifier. Oh. Um, not on my game at the moment. Ah uh, no. Um, I guess it's gonna go after Farah. Here again. Uh, ooh, that's another. That's another good hit. So let's see. No, what. I might go down. <laughs> does four damage to you? But I've got one left, and I'll probably heal my. Can I heal myself? Or yeah, yeah. Okay. You can use you can use renewal on yourself. Okay. It's all good. Uh, what is your guys' turn? Who's doing what? Well, I'm healing myself. Is what I'm doing. <laughs> Only heals wound. Yep, only wounds. No vitality for you. Marcus. Alright. Could I try and grapple it? Yeah. 
make a um, uh, strength plus your attack roll. So it, it's plus four because you know your your uh, sword you know plus four. So okay. do a d twenty plus four. Twelve. Uh, I got a seven. So it's not okay. So really, at this point, it's not focusing on you too much. It looks like it's all like on Fira. So you just wrap your arms around it and just grab it. And it's it's like look I'm trying to look behind it, like like what the heck? And it's it's kicking and flailing. Um, uh, Fira. I'm stabbing it again. Uh, okay, since since he hasn't grappled, it's restrained. So you actually get Plus some five. bonuses to this. Uh, on the condition chart. Where's that? Where are conditions? Uh, you get a plus two to your attack and your damage rolls. Because nice. it, it, he's, he's got it pinned down so good. Um, oh boy, that might not have helped me. Uh. So just uh, you roll your decks. Well, okay, that's five. So. Yeah, that's only seven. Okay, well then I guess uh, it's it's kicking and, and trying to wriggle away. Um, uh, for its turn, it's going to try to escape. So uh, Marcus, give me uh, another d20 plus your plus four roll to see if it can struggle away. Twelve. Six. <laughs> so you got to you got to grip on it now. Um, since you have it grappled, uh, you can. Um, you want to try to like. Uh, do you just want to try to hold it, or do you want to try to bash it on something, or... I'm trying to think of a way where you can do something this turn beyond just holding I, it still. I think I'm going to try... I was I was actually thinking about that. I'm going to try and maybe bash it against a wall. Okay. Uh, make a make another attack roll, then. Oh, it's got stuck again. Hold on. Okay. I'm using a dice tower now. Oh. Nine plus... Did you say it was... Four. Four. Uh, so that's actually that's thirteen. So that's a hit. You actually, yeah, you, you, you just throw it against a wall head first. So uh, we'll just do D four plus strength damage. Okay. Uh, so I'm just getting a dice. Here we go. All right. So that's. Two plus four, is it? Yeah, so that's uh, six. So, six. Okay, uh, yeah, you ram it against the wall and you kind of crush its skull like into its rib cage, and then again it starts uh, it starts screaming and its head like the eyes start to get brighter and then it it explodes in your own grasp. So uh, um, make a <laughs> dex do that. Make a dex save. All right. I don't get. Out? I presume I don't get the shield bonus. Not, this yeah, time. not the shield this time, but. Oh, it was all twenty, and it rolled. It's a seven uh, plus one. That's an eight, I suppose, isn't it? <laughs> uh, yeah. So yeah, you, it's kind of in your, you try to you try to drop it, um, and it you know blew up kind of you know grenade at your feet. So you take uh, three fire damage. Um, uh, your armor does reduce it by two, so you only take one damage. Is that wounds or vitality? No, vitality. Vitality. Okay. I mean, I know it's point blank fire explosion, but you're covered in armor. You got a helmet on. You know, you're not you're not just plain clothes guy. So. Oh. 
Well, that was a lot tougher than the other one. <laughs> yeah, well, that was, that was just bad dice rolls. I mean, you guys were... Uh, it, it seemed to be about the same general size and shape as the previous one. Now we can do the, uh, the, the healing rules. So the first time you take a short rest, you guys catch your breath, you kind of sit down for a little bit, you check your wounds, bandage up the little minor scrapes and stuff. That takes you 10 minutes, and you regain... Um, one vitality point per level, so you guys get one back. So you, Marcus, you only missing one. You get that one back. You're fine, Fira. You're I'm missing all my vitality, so I just get one back. So you have, uh, you need. Uh, okay, so you're, you're two points down. Mm-hmm. The second time you short rest, that takes a half hour. You know, you've already been kind of banged up for the day. You know, it's like you, you work, you, you take a little rest, but if you keep working. Over the course of the day, it takes you longer and longer till eventually, you know, now you got to go to sleep. You know, you're just so you're so exhausted, you're so uh, um, beat up, dragged out. So uh, this one is ten minutes, and you can also do little minor things like if you want to check the room some more, rummage around for stuff, or do some other like light activity. That's totally fine as well. Um, do you want to take the ten minute rest? I would. Let's see. Okay. One point is going to make a difference, at least for me, I think. Yeah. Maybe we should take a um, a long rest. And that one, uh, so that one, it's uh, at least six hours, and you you get back um, your constitution plus your level and wound points modified by where you're resting, and you guys are resting. And what about vitality? Oh, that, that, that gets maxed out. Okay. Um, yes. So you get all that back. Uh, Fira, you're a druid. You don't, you know, you have no penalties for sleeping in a dungeon environment. But Marcus, you actually aren't going to really hurt, so it's not going to affect you in any way. So do you guys want to take a long rest and nom down our ration? I think we should, don't you? Sure. Because you, you got quite badly hurt, didn't you? Well, I have all my wounds back because I healed myself, so I'm only down a couple of vitality, which isn't too big of a deal, but I guess at level one, that uh, yeah. Probably. Well, you got three more favor points to spend, too. I do. Um, I mean, a short rest or a long rest is, is, up, is fine with me. I'll be, I think I'll be fine either way. Okay, let's just go for a short rest, then. Okay. That's fine. Okay, so, uh, you know, you... You know, you, you kind of look at a little minor injury mm-hmm. stuff, and you guys take a take a ten, and then good to go. I'll I'll just check that skeleton in the the half again, just to see if there's anything. I don't know any kind of identification, any kind of maybe rings it had on, or yeah, valuables. Um, valuables. So it looks like uh, it's been the bones have been kind of snapped. Um, there are some claw marks. There are some teeth marks. Uh, you look at you know you don't really find anything on that, and then you look you look up the hearth, and you can see the there's some moonlight is streaming down, and you see there is a glinting metal about ten feet up the hearth. If um, I borrow the torch and hold it up, can I see what it is? It looks like a a, a grate. Um, that's been that's made of silver. Alright. And uh, 
you know, standing on the, the, the bones and stuff in the hearth, you know, you, you can you can reach up and kind of poke at it, and you see that it's not even really, it's not set into the walls. It's just kind of like there, there's little um, little extrusions in the in the in the chimney, so it's just kind of placed on. It. So it kind of rattles if you just tap it. Like it's like you could move it with no effort at all. I, I don't. I'm not inclined to. I think. I. What do you think, Fear? Do you think these things were, they were put up as wards? Um, yes. Definitely. To keep, presumably, to keep something out. Or. Or maybe even to keep something in. That's what I was just gonna say. Because all the it's on the inside of the doors. I would think if you want to keep something out, you'd want it on the outside of the doors. Yes. So maybe. Uh, what was what was the did you say this was skull shaped this tower? Yeah. All right. <laughs> well, that's not good. No. But hey, maybe we'll find a kid in here. So. Yes. What do you? I'm going to ask Vera. What what do you think? What kind of creatures would be restrained by silver sun symbols? I mean, undead possibly or. I mean, I'm I'm not I'm trying not to meta game too much. Yeah. Um, um, this so so actually, uh, you can make a arcana or a religion check. Both of you can actually do this, and that will, um, you know, if you get a, depending if you get a ten, fifteen, twenty, you'll, you'll get some general or more specific information. And the thing is, this honestly, the answer to this is kind of I would say almost folklorey, like like local folklore type stuff. So so even okay. though Marcus, you don't have the skill. You can still actually okay. You can do an arcana, a history, or religion check. One of those three things. Whatever. Those uh, are all intelligence. So right? they're all intelligence based, but you can still try. There's no penalty for failure if you don't. Well, I can help. I'll go for uh, history. That might be more sort of folklore. So let's try that. Thirteen. Okay. So um, yeah, a lot of the. Uh, uh, you know, folklore talks about, you know, like, oh, you know, Iron Horseshoe keeps Faye away, uh, Nails does that stuff. So, you, you you know, you know that, okay, Silver, Sun Cross, Cross Symbol, Holy Symbol, um, you know, that's kind of a ubiquitous thing. So, you, you know, you're thinking this is this is undead or demons. Um, but you're, you're, you're actually thinking more, it's, there's demon things because, you know, they're skeletons, but they've been burnt. They actually burn with fire, and they have, like, horns growing out of them. Mm. Yes, that's true, yeah. And actually, when you were walking on the tower, you did, you know, when you saw the tower at first, you know, looked oblong and skull-shaped, but then there was two growths on it. And now that you're thinking about it, and, the, you know, the moonlight made it hard to see, but the two growths on it, you're now thinking, might have just been giant horns. Bar, do, do you roll at all? I did. I got a two. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's a, a bit in. Yes. Yeah. It's one of these situations. Yeah. Well, you're, you're uh, an elf. You're more about uh, you know more about like you know fey type right. dealing, uh, dealings and whatnot. Demons aren't normally uh, run into in the wilderness kind of thing. Have we explored the 
the whole uh, first uh, floor As now. far as you're aware of, yeah, you've got the first floor covered. Huh. It's just, uh, just the stairs. I suggest we head up. All right. All right. I'm going to try and be as sneaky as possible. Okay. Trump, 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 Trump. <laughs> um, I know. Uh, so, yeah, you go up the stairs. They're about, you know, it's like a kind of winds about a quarter of, a, you know, the uh, exterior diameter of the tower. And uh, it, you get to a hallway. Uh, it turns right almost immediately. And just kind of peeking down the hallway. Uh, go ahead and give me a stealth check, actually. Both of us? Well, uh, Marcus, he's in the okay. front. Ooh, 19. Ooh, okay, yeah, so peeking down the hallway, um, you can see that there are three doors. Um, one door is almost uh, directly across from you. And the other two doors, they're in the middle of the hallway. The hallway, it extends, it, it looks like it runs the entire length of the, the tower's diameter. So it's about 25-ish feet long. At the very end, it goes left. But in the midpoint of it, there are two doors directly across from each other, and they both have sun crosses on them, both the silver sun cross symbol. All right. I'll, I'll tell Fair to come up. Okie dokie. Okay. I'll also be as quiet as possible. Oh, you got a big stealthy bonus. So. I do. Go ahead and roll anyway, though. Let's just see if you get a nat one and make a... No, I don't. 17. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I know. With the way I roll sometimes, right? Uh, so which door? The one right across from you or one of the two down the hallway? And again, the one across from me has no sun cross on it. Just oh. to make everyone aware of that. Hmm. I think we should... Um... I'll go to the one across the hall, the one immediately across. Okay. Uh, you look inside and you, know, you carefully door groans as it opens, and there's like a waft of there's a stench of excrement. And in this room, um, there is a kind of a wooden box with a hole in it, and it just it smells of crap. Okay. So it's the privy. Yep. And you're thinking about it, this is about where you felt when you walked on the outside where the hole was going down. Oh, okay. Alright, I'm just going to close the door. Okay. <laughs> there's no need to investigate. See, I, people will tell me, there's no bathrooms in dungeons, so I was like, okay, I'll put a bathroom in this one. <laughs> yeah. But whenever well, this I, is I, about the first time I've ever encountered a, a, a privy in Dungeons and Dragons, which actually makes a lot of sense. Well, actually, I, I, I've had, I had a bathroom in a previous adventure, and the players, they found it, and they were like, and I was like, oh, it's like a toilet, and they were just like, no, no, there's something in this room. We, there's something here. We have to... And I was like, oh, my God. I'm just sitting there like, okay, you guys can do all the checks, the tech magic, and there's nothing in here. It's just a freaking bathroom. But no, the players, will, they'll, they'll, they'll latch onto the weirdest things, like, oh, the DM wants us to do something here. we got to figure out the secret. This toilet... Move on. Um, so uh, 
two doors in the middle, uh, left or the right one, or are you going to go right past that to see what's around the bend at the end? Yeah, I think I'm going to check around the corner first. Uh, it's another staircase Again. that goes up. Sorry, I missed that. Oh, it's, it's, a, it's another staircase that goes up. Oh, another staircase goes up. All right, then. Well, I suggest we'll, we should again clear this level. Yeah. And... I hear you. So, see left or, or right? Yeah. Let's take the left one. I'm, I'm just going to listen. Uh, uh, we'll just stop and just listen for a moment, if that's all right. Okay. Uh, you... I rolled a six. You, you don't hear anything. <laughs> Uh, okay, I will go to the left one and I will open it. Okay, um, this opens into a kind of a smallish room, um, about 15, 10 feet. Uh, there's a kind of a curtain covering an entrance to the right. Um, there are some beds in here. Uh, the, the beds are, the blankets are kind of just thrown around. Um, no blood, no burn. Uh, no burn marks, nothing shredded up in here. Um, a couple of trunks, um, just like wooden boxes under. You can see kind of poking up from underneath the beds. And are the trunks closed or open? They're closed. How many are there? Uh, there's two, and two beds in here. And then there's the curtain to the right. I don't know if I'm able to check for traps. Uh, search. Okay. Anyone can check for traps at search. Okay. It's just that rogues are really good at it. Yeah, okay, so, and that search is over. It's, it's intelligence. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Uh, I got a six. For one trunk. Yeah, you don't, you don't have seen I'm going to open it then if I don't see anything. Okay, you open it and out springs some clothes. It's full <laughs> clothes. Uh, looks like some pretty mundane clothing, but um, a lot of it's been. Uh, probably hand mended numerous times. Some of it's. I mean, all of it's close. I just think all this close. All this close. Checking the other trunk okay. first. Checking the trash first. Seventeen. Okay. Uh, same deal as before. This is okay. different clothes. Oh, okay. I was hoping for something, but is there anything under the bed? Like if I move the trunk, it's at the end of the bed, right? Like the trunks are supposed to be. Yeah. But you don't. No, there's nothing else you can really, really find in here. It's, but again, there's there's the curtained section. There's a part that's a curtain oh, you have to pull aside. Okay. Well, I guess we can check that out. Okay, and here, um, there are some. Uh, there's a, a table, chair, uh, some boxes full of supplies like sewing supplies, and then on a peg on the wall is a male shirt that looks like it's made out of pure silver. Really. Like a, not a full suit of chainmail, but just a, like the the shirt part. <sighs> I don't know. The part right. that you put over your neck, right? Yeah, I can't remember. Well, no, it's like a shirt. It's like a t-shirt. I can't remember oh. if it's called a, a hauberk or a habergian. There's a there's two terms for it. One's the full oh. male outfit. Then there's the one that's just the short version. Yeah. Huh. But it looks like it's made of just out of pure silver. All right. 
fit us? Oh, yeah, it would fit either one of you. Um, and I can't detect magic, obviously, but... It would probably make more sense for you to wear it. Uh, sure, I'll try it on. Anything okay. happen? You don't feel any different. Although your armor class goes up by one. Yay. I'm assuming there aren't any restrictions on druids in this game about wearing metal armor. No, because uh, I... I did a lot of research on druids, and there's not a, a lot I could find, but I didn't really find anything about how they can't use metal things. They're, they're basically like, they're like priests. They're just priests of a different culture. And, uh, yeah, so I, I, I think that's just a, a throwback to first edition, and they just left it in for sort of legacy reasons. Yeah, I, I, would, I would say like even if you wanted to do a metal restriction, I would still allow silver because of the moon association. So I just mm -hmm. felt like that was like okay. Um, but I mean, I could see DMs saying no metal stuff except for certain, you know, you know, uh, maybe some metals are okay or whatnot. But uh, I haven't really done that because I just kind of, I, I couldn't really, I, I was hoping to find some kind of reason for it and like I couldn't, so I didn't. If people really want it though, then, you know, whatever, I can always add that in later. When the, the campaign's done, we're going to start showing you guys all the files, all the, the Google documents that we have with all the content, so you guys can look at it, comment on stuff, mm -hmm. add suggestions. You'll be able to play more of the game really quickly, because we're just going to be like, here's the full 1 to 20, this class, that class, here's all the magic items, here's all the monsters. Um, uh, it's just right now we're, we're trying not to overload everyone with like, hey, here's our quick start. It's 300 pages. We're trying to keep it, you know, here's the bare bones of the game. Do you like it? Cool. There's so much more to it. Okay. Uh, so we've cleared out this room. That's just we go on to the old next one. Uh, oh, yeah. So we're right across the hall. Okay. So in here, it looks like it was at one point... Uh, library of some kind. Uh, there are bookcases that have been knocked over. There's a chalkboard that's um, toppled over. Uh, it's been scored and scratched. There's actually a bunch of you could you could see uh, there's scratches into it that look like they are almost deliberately made in certain ways. So as if there's various um, symbols, signs. It makes you uneasy just looking at, at them, though. Like, you, you kind of start to feel a little nauseous. Um, the walls in here, uh, they're pitted uh, as if they've been melted with possibly acid. Um, there was a, a desk that looks like it had some beakers and vials. They've been shattered and smashed. The, the, the metal components have been melted down. Um, there is one vial that you can see that's uh, that's looks like it's a a glass vial, but it's got like kind of a silver um, what would you call it? like a netting around it. Like 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 imagine like you know a flask with a net, but instead of made of like twine or, or cord, it's made of like silver wiring wrapped around it. And uh, that's uh, okay. About it, yeah. I'll, I'll go and pick up the flask. Okay, uh, when you, you step into the room, you you hear a you see like a small shape dart 
across the floor into a corner underneath a um, it looks like a stool. Okay. Okay, so I'm going to back out. I'll close the door and I'll tell Barbara what I saw. So, oh what, what do you think we should like, do? Uh, from what you can tell Marcus by its by a brief flash you saw, it was about the size of a of a, like a large rat. Um, yeah, it could have been a rat. Huh. That's probably all it was. Really? Hmm. Okay. I'd quite like to get that flask. Well, we can both go in. Just could you describe the flask to me again, please? It looked like a, a small glass vial, um, you know, like a potion vial, um, but it had like a like silver wiring wrapped around it. And from what you could tell. I mean, there, there were piles of books, there's papers, furniture knocked around. It was the only thing you, you immediately noticed that seemed to be actually intact. Okay. Yeah, I think we should get it. It might be useful. Yeah, so I guess we'll just be on our guard. Yep. I'll open the door again and go in with my sword and shield ready. Okay. Uh, Cedric's got the torch dutifully held back kind of poking into the room to give you some light. Um, you, you walk through the vial, and when you go to pick it up, you, you hear it sounds like a cat. Just like a... And it's... When the thing ran across the room, that's where you're hearing it come from. Well, it's just a cat. There's nothing to be worried about a cat. Are you still going to grab it, Marcus? Marcus? Yes. Okay. <laughs> uh, when you, 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 uh, you grab it, um, the, well, you, as soon as you go to grab it, the cat, this black cat with these uh, green eyes darts out, and it goes to, to try to smack it away from you. What are you doing? Well, that's uh, not a normal cat. <laughs> no, it's not normal. Uh, I, I, I'll, I won't go. I won't pick it up then. I'll say, well, in that case. I'm going to try and. Uh, I'm going to put my sword away. I'm just going to try and beckon the cat over to me. Uh, it it kind of. The fur relaxes a bit, it walks over, uh, walks over to you like it's all scared and uh, like it's gonna go sniff your hand. What are you, are you, are you gonna pet it? Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let it sniff my hand. Uh, it will do that, and it'll start to rub against your hand. Okay. It starts to purr. And I will go and uh, I'll just leave the room, and I'll go and get some of the uh, maybe 
I'll give I'll give it some dried meat. Well, uh, when you go to leave the room, it actually darks between your legs and it runs out of the room and then it starts running down the the stairs. Down towards the first floor. Yeah. Well, now you can grab the flask. Maybe it was just a cat. I don't know how. Still makes me wonder. It, it obviously did not want you to touch the flask. Yeah. But do you go grab the grab the flask now? I don't know. I'm. I'm tempted not to. Well, maybe we should go check on the cat then. Yeah. Okay. Oh, there. So there's still various well, books. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess we could check the room out first. Um. Okay. So. I'll get. I'll suggest Cedric stays outside. I'll light up another torch and I'll go in. I'll have with my sword sheathed. And I'll just go around and uh, just see if I can pick up the... I'll just see if I can pick up any of the books just to see, maybe get an idea of what their content might be. So um, most of them are, uh, you know, from the fragmented pages you can actually read. It's about mostly alchemical stuff. And uh, there's one like on speleology, like caves. Um, uh primarily about looking for an excavation and dealing with silver and the other thing you find while looking through it is you do find what looks like um, various herbs that are still intact they don't you know some of them smell strange but they don't smell um, bad and various powders and, and such and Although you're not really, uh, I guess, uh, fear you can make a nature check. Okay. We'll see if uh, you can identify these things. Maybe. 17. So a lot of the stuff that he, he finds would be for brewing of various potions, mostly healing and protection potions. Mm. Um, you also, actually, Marcus, uh, find a, like, looks like it was almost intentionally buried under, under some... Uh, books off in the corner a silver dagger Ooh. nice well if fire doesn't mind I'll hang on to that no that's fine I still have the silver rod is that it in the room from what yeah, you guys are able to dig up yeah mm -hmm. okay and how about I grab the flask No. Okay. I mean, I'll, I'll do it. I'll just grab the flask. See if. Okay. Uh, nothing happens. Pick it up and. All right. Things are fine. Is there any way I can know what's in it? Uh, would be an arcana thing. No, probably not. Uh, while you guys are digging the, with that stuff, Cedric, he's gonna like try to go through and find the most intact books and stuff and mm -hmm. load them up on the. Actually, the donkey's outside, so he's just going to kind of pile them up. Well, he's going to throw them in at one of his back. Yeah. The donkey, would pro we could probably brought that inside, couldn't we? 
Um, I don't know if we want to. I mean, not in this room. I mean, in no. downstairs. Yeah, but the cat went down. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't. With all the blood and stuff, I would think we'd want to keep the donkey outside, anyways. Okay. Fair at enough. first, we would have thought it might not be a very good place. Okay. Okay. Sorry. Should, should we go? Uh, should we? Do you want to go down and check on the cat? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, you guys go downstairs. Um, so as you're walking downstairs, uh, the silver dagger that you have, Marcus, it actually starts to glow. Hmm. A faint little blue light around the... You can see it kind of glowing from... It didn't have a sheath. So I'm, just, I'm guessing you just kind of try to tuck it in a belt or you're holding on to it, but it does start to... Once, Pro you, once you go probably downstairs... Probably tucked in my belt. Yeah, so when you go downstairs, when you get about, I mean, when you get near to the bottom, that's when it starts to glow. I'm just going to whisper to Farah, you don't maybe, see anything? maybe that cat isn't just a cat. Well, yeah, I'm thinking the same thing, but uh, is there any, we can't see anything when we get down there? No, no, when you get down there, I mean, you got, you know, torchlight, um, stuff, you know, furniture knocked around. Uh, papers and stuff, doors flapping open and closed, but I hope it didn't get out. Um, I guess we could check the kitchen. Okay. Uh you walk through the kitchen, you you uh see the cat kind of it was kinda uh, where the, where the, the staircase winds down, it was kind of like where the door was, where the, the closet was. Oh, uh -huh. And it kind of pokes out and it sees you uh, with, the, with the dagger and it's kind of... Mm -hmm. Just a really? little, little chirp, little purr. Um, I don't know, can I go... Here, kitty, kitty, kitty. It, uh, it kind of trots over to you, starts going between your legs really? and winding around. And then um, it goes toward the front door and it starts going like... Meow. Wow. Uh-uh, no way. Not letting that cat out. <laughs> I don't think we should let it get out just no, yet. No, no. I guess if it's not going to attack us, we can um, continue on. Yeah, can we wedge the, the door shut? Oh, uh, okay, so you're going to try to... Um, how would you... Could we tie it shut? I'm trying to think of the easiest way to do this door shut would be to... Because it's flapping outward, um, you could pull it closed and yeah, maybe maybe tying it shuts the the way to do it. Because mm -hmm. then then you could tie it on the inside and tie it to something close by. Yeah, yeah. Okay, if you want to try to tie the door closed, you can do that. Um, but as you're doing that, the cat starts. Well, we'll just ignore the cat because I still feel this is the best course of action. Okay, who who's tying the door shut? I'll tie the door shut. Okay, so the cat will leap on you. Oh. And you can see that um, it grabs onto you and starts clawing at your legs, and then it starts climbing up you. And Marcus, you see the cat. Uh, these a pair of insect-like legs burst out of its sides and grab onto her back, and then its head peels back to reveal this kind of almost fly-like head. 
and two little fly wings grow out of its back. Oh my god. Okay. And I'm uh, going... Ooh, well, it's initiative time, presumably. Oh yeah, it's going to try to bite Fira. I've got a 19. Ooh. Oof, yeah, you guys go first. I got, I got a 12, 11, I mean, so... Marcus, she's a cat climbing up her uh, legs, eyes, wings, and what are you doing? Daggers glowing. Uh, I'm going to draw the silver dagger, and if I have enough, if I can do it this round, I'm going to try and stab it as well. Yeah, you can whip the dagger out and just start stabbing at it. So uh, give me an attack roll. Basically. Ooh. Natural 20. Oh, nice. man. Okay, uh, so roll your damage twice and add it up. So that's silver dagger, so it's, it's 1d... It's a d4. D4. Doubled. So that's 3... 6 in total. Oh, plus 4, so that's 10. Did... So is, is the is the plus four doubled as yes, well? Yes, yes, yes. Wow. So okay. So that's uh, fourteen. So you drive it into the cat. The cat, it, even though it's got a fly head, it there's a loud cat shriek, um, but it's still it's still alive. Well, my turn. Well, it's on your back. What are you doing? You're gonna try to? Oh, I guess. Um, can I push it into a wall? Oh, you make, oh, yeah, okay, okay, okay. Go ahead and, uh, oh, that'd be, that'd be strength. Go yeah, ahead and I'll, do it. Yeah, I'll see what I can do here. Oh, 17. Okay, uh, you do it, so we'll do a... D4? Uh, D3. D3 plus strength. Uh, so do a 6 a and then have it, yeah. Um, 2? Okay, so uh, you bash it against the wall and you manage to dislodge it. Um, for its turn, though, it's still, it is still alive. Um, it's going to spray acid at Marcus. So Marcus, oh. make a dexterity save. Okay, so I get plus, well, one, maybe two for the shield. The shield, well, you had your shield out, so the, yeah, your shield still applies. It, it can still help you out. Okay, 18, so that's nine, that's 20. Okay, so this thing, um, it's not a full, it, you're not fully protected, so... It's going to be a half damage kind of deal. Um, so, so you take a you take six acid damage. Is that halved? That that's yeah. I already I rolled twelve, so you took six, um, and then your armor okay. knocks it down by two, so you you take four damage. And that all comes out of the vitality, does it? Yep. Hello? Yes. Can you hear uh, Yeah. Okay, okay. So he broke up a little bit then. So it comes out of the vitality. Yes. yes. Okay. So I'm down to zero vitality. All right. I'm going to have another go at it. Okay. With the dagger. That's ten plus four. That's so it. That's fourteen. Yep, you got it. Alright. So that's six. And that's, that's, uh, yeah, you, you drive it into its head and it just 
it shrieks and quickly starts to melt into this black slime that starts dissolving into the ground. And then eventually it kind of congeals into this kind of weird, thick, tarry substance. Huh. Yeah, I, was, I was trying to get out, and you guys almost... Almost let it go. I have to. Oh, it was trying to be all nice to us, <laughs> yeah. huh? Well, back up the stairs, I say. The final we're not, we're not done yet. Are you gonna rest though? Because I know Marcus oh, yeah, is a, a little hurt. We could, yeah. Well. My vitality's gone. I mean, we could. I mean, if it's probably must be about time for a a long rest anyway. Because I think we came a came across this across this place at evening. Is yeah, that right? Yeah, it was. It was. Uh, That's true. Night out. Okay. Yeah. Why don't we we can go ahead and do that? But where will you rest? I say in the kitchen. Yeah. Okay. Because it's got the two doors and the grate, and it's all. Okay. So. Um, you guys can take watch if you want, um, but just to get through it, uh, you'll go to sleep, you'll wake up, and everything, nothing happens at all. Okay. You guys sleep as soundly as you possibly can here. So you get all your vitality back, you get back um, level plus con modifier and wound points, which I think only Fira was missing any wound points anyway. No, I, I got Oh, you guys are you skilled. So Fira, had your, vitality gone. your favorite point goes back as well. Ooh, that's right. So you got that back. Um, yeah, and just uh, you know, mark off the ration. Although this is a one shot, so it doesn't really matter. Um, yeah. So what are you gonna do now? I now think we, we should. Now you go upstairs. Yeah. And we should carry on. Yeah. Finish off the town. Okay. So loop back around, go up the stairs, and this time it opens up into a hallway at the end of it almost dead at the end are three doors one right across from you and then before that door in the front of it a door goes left and a door goes right there is a silver sun cross on all three doors so there's a door so there's a hallway with the door down there and then and then a right and a left door yeah on the sides uh, hmm. Okay. Should we take the left door first? Sure. I'll go. I'll go first. Okay. And I'll open it. Okay. So this one looks like it's another bedroom. It just looks nicer than the one that you guys found before. The bed just uh, looks a little fancier. Uh, Is it still disheveled or? It, the blankets are still kind of like it hasn't been made. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, everything in here looks to be, you know, intact. Still, there's a there's a desk, there's a dresser, there's a mirror. Um, do there's a, the desk has a couple stacks of books on it. They look to be perfectly fine and intact. Um, and there is under the bed, you can see a chest that looks like it's made entirely out of silver. Oh. Is it locked or? It does have 
a faintly glowing blue rune on it. Uh. Hmm. Yeah, maybe not a good idea to open it. <laughs> it is silver, though. Yeah. Um, I want to poke at it. Can we check the? Let's check the room first okay, for other things before we decide what to do about the chest. Okay. So, uh, like the clothing in the previous bedroom, um, the clothing in here, it looks um, in slightly better condition, but still kind of plain, more for like a, like something you might see, you might see them to wear out in the wilderness, like rustic. You know, they don't really uh, nothing like super fancy that would get torn or stained or damaged. Um, there is, however, a set of black ceremonial robes that have elaborate golden sigils embroidered into the, the hems. Hmm. Um, if nothing else, they look like they could be quite valuable. Well, Cedric can... Cedric, yeah, yeah. Put those away. And um, the, the books, do they... What sort of titles do they have? So, one of them is a primer uh, to the Lesser Keys of Solomon. There are notes on... Uh, you, you, you don't understand the finer technical arcane terms of it but the general idea is that it's looks like whoever was doing this was trying to find ways to transmute things into silver but you know the notes are like tried this you know that didn't work tried this that didn't work you know it's trying to do stone trying to do different metals um gemstones looks like he even tried uh, planting trees that would do it but none of, no, nothing seemed to be working um there's a manual on uh, fine arts and you can see that there's a bunch of sheets stuffed into that book where it looks like he's been practicing drawing these kind of complex arcane circles and you know there's there's dozens of these sheets and it looks like you know he'd been improving over time doing them better and better and better uh, there's a map of the area and so you guys actually see where the, this this tower is the forest the village where you came from you know there's mountain range and stuff so oh good we can fire right back now <laughs> Um, and then there's another one that's on almost like self-made notes on the anatomy of giants. Sorry, broke up then. The anatomy of... Of giants. Giants, right. Oh, and also the map that he has of the area, it also notes um, that with the, the mountain ranges that are nearby, uh, he looks like he's marked down one spot where he found a silver mine. Ah. So, looks like whoever was here was some kind of alchemist. Maybe he was trying to, maybe he was also trying to summon demons. Maybe. Perhaps that's why all there are all these protective symbols around. Maybe he was trying to summon something he knew shouldn't get out into the world. Yes. Which is a dumb thing to do. But you don't know why he was doing it. No, we do not. And this was still in the room with the chest. Yes. Okay, so we haven't done the right room yet. The or the chest. Room. Are there any letters on the desk at all? Any papers, apart from the ones you've mentioned? Um, are you looking for some kind of specific thing? I mean, there's... Just, oh, go ahead. 
I was just seeing if there were any information about who who the person was who was actually here. Maybe letters to him, or maybe letters he'd written but hadn't actually posted. Um, nothing of like that. There, there are like a, um, almost like shopping lists and uh, like a ledger of, of the price of various things, and from different places where they can be bought. Um, but nothing, nothing about himself. No. But but a lot of this. So the one thing is that um, there are bits of it that are written in different languages. There are some of it that's kind of like complex arcane stuff. And so this is just more of what you two are able to glean with a layman's knowledge of anything magical. It's possible there's stuff that he's written that you don't understand, or it's just not translated yet. there's a wizard in the party they might be able to make better right. but you know you guys it's the two of you so but I mean in a different campaign you guys could obviously take all this stuff somewhere else and have that figured out elsewhere okay. yeah well we'll still take it yeah, yeah I mean regarding the chest how 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 big is it um it's about I would say two feet long and about one and a half feet across like like not like not like a not suitcase. Yeah, it's not too big. And you said there's a glowing rune on it. Yeah. So uh, there's like a seam around it where like you would look like you would mm -hmm. open it, right? And but there's a disc on it, and then there's a glowing like uh, blue symbol. Mm. We could maybe. We could maybe take it with us and not open it. Maybe go to a nearby town, perhaps find a wizard or a, a rogue who'd be able to open it. True. Um. I'm gonna I'm gonna suggest that Fire steps outside the room <laughs> and closes the door, and I'm just gonna I'm gonna pull it out and see if I I'm not gonna open it. Okay. I'm just gonna pull it out. Okay. Yeah. You you pick it up and. Um... You can kind of feel like like a tingling when you when you grab it. Um, doesn't hurt though. It just kind of it's it's like a almost like if you ever played with those those glass balls that have the lightning thing inside. Yeah, of yeah, it. the Tesla thingies. I think that's yeah, what called. I can't remember what they're called, um, but it's you get like your hair doesn't stand up, but you get kind of that weird tingling sensation. Like you're feeling something, but it doesn't. Like electricity almost. Not like uh, kind of like that, but not exactly like that. Okay. You're, you're feeling a force of some kind, but it doesn't hurt you. Mm -hmm. You don't feel any different. And that's it. Okay. I guess we could just pull it out and leave it there. We can grab it later. Okay, we'll send yeah, it. Yeah, I'm going to bring it out, and I'm going to take it down the stairs and leave it downstairs. Okay, uh, Cedric, he's been busy, you know, since there's no cat, and there's no more the skeleton things. Mm -hmm. He's been busy trying to organize things and get up on the mule, so you guys okay. have an easier time lugging that around. He's yeah, also I'm, doing going to, I'm going to suggest if it goes on the mule that it's it's well wrapped up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he'll, you know, he's... he's He's got. We got plenty of old cloaks and old clothes, so he could presumably do that. Yeah, yeah. So he'll he'll do all that. You know, he's he's just trying to get everything all trussed up. So if you guys gotta make a hasty getaway. Yeah. Shall we try the other room? Um, this room is uh, looks like an alchemical lab. Ooh. Tables, beakers, vials, the whole setup. Everything in here looks like it's. Are there um, actual? vials of stuff full 
Close so some of it, the, the room is a myriad of just horrible stenches overlapping each other. Um, everything looks to be intact except the, it, you're, you're guessing a lot of it's spoiled. Oh, okay. Um, but otherwise, all the machinery, all the parts, from what you, again, from, you can tell none of you guys are alchemists. It looks like it's it would still work. You might have to do uh, some cleaning. Mm. Um, there are various books in here as well. And there are also three uh, potion vials that look like they're still full of liquid. There are, there are other potion vials, but they look like the contents have kind of solidified or like they've settled, so it's like kind of like oil and water separated, so they don't, they look a little off. But three of them um, look, seem to be uh, as normal as you would expect a potion to be, based on your guys's. I assume your characters have used potions before. Sure. Alchemical potions. Is it possible to tell? If, are they coloured at all? They are coloured. Is it possible for us to determine what it might be based on the colour? Uh, no, not really, except that there are books around, and some of them they're they're written like you know, one's in Elven, one is in a language that you're familiar with, but one is also in Common, and that one actually there are a couple of those books, and one of them is. Basically, you know, identifying potions based on color and odor. Hmm. Well, we, we could try and do that. And that, that's what, yeah, well, you can look through that, thumb through that. It'll take you a little bit because you got to go through. There's a whole big list of it. And, you know, there's like a whole, does it look like this? Does it smell like that? You know, it could be this or this. The way, you know, shake it, does it do this? Well, then it could be oh, this okay. one. So it's not like, from what you can tell, it's not a precise uh, guarantee success, but it's, a way for you to release, you know, you're going to have a better idea of figuring out what's what. So, um, based on that, one of them is a bark skin potion. One of them is a dark vision potion. And the last one is a ogre blood potion the one that you found in the silver vial that one is actually a uh it's an enhanced mending potion oh good to have so the bark skin potion uh you drink it your skin hardens to bark basically so you gain a um uh your damage resistant goes up by one but you gain f you're vulnerable to fire so you're, you'll burn more easily uh, the dark vision potion lets you see in, in the dark mm -hmm. uh, to a range of 30 feet and the ogre blood potion it will increase your strength score by one but reduce your dexterity by two so you'll get stronger but you're going to get clumsier It's not permanent, actually. It's also for. It's only for an hour, so you you know you're not gonna like ah permanently did that. So okay, that might come in handy for the fighter. The mending potion. If you drink that one, you regain three d eight wound points at a rate of one wound point per round. Not a lot. So it'll it'll, it'll it'll take a while to heal you up, but it's a way to like you know top you off if you're really messed up. Mm -hmm. Well, let's 
keep these on us. Alright, shall we proceed to the next? There's another room, I think, on this yeah, floor, isn't there? Yeah, down the hall. Yep, it's the last one. Yeah. How many, by the way, how many beds were there in that first room we went in? Um, there were two. Yeah, uh, I just wonder if those two skeletons we encountered were okay. whoever was mm -hmm. in those rooms, and maybe yeah, they'd really. been turned into demons. There you go. Last room, that though. Last Wasn't there room. another bedroom? Yeah, but that was the... That was another, that was just had one bed been there. It looked like for a pretty important person. Oh, okay. So we have yeah, and we found... Uh, we did find another skeleton in the hearth, didn't we? So... Alright then. I'll, I'll open the door to the final room on this level. Okay. So this room is quite big. You're guessing that... Uh, based on the size of the other two rooms, this one takes up half of the the tower's circumference. Um, in the middle of it is a arcane circle. You're pretty sure it's similar to one of the ones that you'd seen on the in the the bedroom with the the papers with the drawings. Mm. Um, this one looks to be likely written in blood. There are four unlit braziers surrounding it in different directions. Um, there's a table across from you on the other side of the circle with a book on it, some candles that have melted down to nothing. There is a bookcase, um, there's actually a couple bookcases with uh, some tomes on them. Also, uh, the, the books have been piled on the floor, the pages have been torn out. Um, there's also some shelves that have what look like gemstones, uh, some jars with you know various organs and whatnot, little, little bags and just kind of random materials. Um, in the middle of the, uh, actually by the desk with the open book on it, you see the corpse of a, of a per I mean, it looks like a human. He's desiccated to hide, you know, it's all, all shrunken skin. Um, black veins run over his exposed skin, but he's wearing black ceremonial robes with gold trim on it. And That is mainly what you see at a glance. Uh, well, hmm. do you think we should go in? Well, maybe he could still be alive. Oh, he alive. looks clearly dead. Oh. He's rotted and his his skin is like all uh, darkened and there's these black veins where it looks like, um, well, uh, Druid, you can make a nature check. Seventeen. Okay. Uh, looks like he, prob this based on the black veins, probably died from poison. I wonder if that fly cat thing had poison. It did have acid. Hmm. Yes. Did it have any kind of stinger that we saw? It did not. Hmm. All right. Um, I, I guess I'll go inspect the body. Okay, I'll, I'll step into the room first, okay. and just to see if anything leaps out and attacks us. You step into the room, um, uh, nothing happens? 
I'll slowly, I'll, I'll just hold up my hand to fire just to get us to wait back until I've, I'm just going to, I'm not going to go in the circle. I'm just going to walk around to where the body is. Um, your dagger starts to glow blue. Blue, huh? Yeah, that's what I was doing before. And when you walk over to the body, it kind of flops on the ground. And then you see the book on the table. The pages start to turn until they open to a page spread where it shows this horned uh, demonic figure like a like a uh, kind of like a a diagram illustration of it, and it's all this writing on it, written in a similar language to the one that you saw on the chalkboard. It makes you kind of a little uneasy just just staring at it. And then you hear a a voice say, um, uh, "Oh, thank you uh, for for coming here. Uh, a demon escaped." Only you two can stop it. Is we don't know where it's coming from. It seems to be coming from the dead body, although the mouth isn't moving or anything. I'm gonna back off, back to the door. No, wait! Without you two, the demon will escape and wreak havoc on the mortal world. Um, I'm gonna say, who is this? Me, the wizard. That you see before you. Oh. Uh, and your name is? Grimnia. Huh. In my folly, I tried to summon a demon, and I must have erred in doing the summoning circle, for it escaped and attacked me. Well, where is it now? I don't know. Why, if you're dead, how can you talk to us? It's my ghost. Is there a way we can destroy the demon? Yes. Send it back. Yes, there is a magic ring that I kept in a silver box that they can't open. It's on the shelf. This ring will give you the power needed to defeat the demon. Well, then, I guess we haven't met the demon, so... He might have already escaped. Were any doors left open for an extended period of time? <laughs> I don't think so. There was one well, flapping at the entrance. <gasps> you have no time to tarry then. You must get the ring. I, you know, I guess at least he's letting what? us know what we need to do. What? Did you say there was another level to this? No, this is it. There, you, you haven't oh, found any is... more stairs. And again, based on the height of the ceiling in here, you're pretty sure this is the highest it goes. Okay. Do you uh, excuse us for a moment? <laughs> I'll just we can go outside we'll slowly room. back out. Well, don't don't be gone. You know, too long. The, the demon, you know, running around, havoc. <laughs> 
What do you want to do? Well, there are two options. Either it really is his ghost who's helping us, or... Oh, when you walk out of the room? Did you actually walk out of the room? Yes. The dagger stopped glowing. Yeah, so you said it's either him or... It's the, the devil is trapped. The demon is trapped in there. Maybe it's trapped in his body. Huh. I don't know quite. Well, <sighs> why would it tell us to get the ring? Yeah. I mean, my, well, my dagger animated. Well, maybe so it's I don't know. Stuck I don't somewhere. know whether it it could just be because it, there's on. Maybe it just animates when there's undead or demons around. Could be one. Maybe it's in the ch no. It can, it's not in the chest, but maybe it's yeah. somewhere there that he, and he doesn't know yeah. it. Where or... was the? Did did he? So he said the ring was on the. It was in the bookcase. In the uh, silver. Yeah, and and you know if you, presumably when you said though in the bookcase in the silver box, you look over there is a silver box in there that looks like it's small enough that it would only be able to hold a ring. Okay, I'll I'll. I've got an idea. I'll say to Farah, I've got an idea. Okay. I'm gonna go back in. I I'm will gonna follow say, your lead, I guess. Uh, right. We found in your bedroom. <clears throat> we found a chest that was glowing with a a symbol on it. How 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 do we open that? Uh. Well. You need to know the uh, special words to open it. Okay. So if you are who you say you are, you should actually know those words. Well, I, I do, but I can't open it because I'm dead. No, but well, you could tell, tell us. us those words. Well, you'd have to be me for the chest to open. You know, you know, bring bring the chest to me. Um, I'll I'll go get it real quick. Yeah. Okay. So when you Fara turns to leave, Marcus, you feel something sting you in the back of your leg. Make a constitution save. Alright. Uh, ten plus one, that's eleven. Okay, so... You... Uh... Take five... Piercing and acid damage. Mm. As you feel something, it just feels like fire going into your leg. Um, and you see at the, at the like when you turn around, like you know, it's just something just tore out your leg, and you see it's this little. It looks just like the illustration in the book, wings, horned creature, but it's like a foot tall. <laughs> <laughs> and. It, and it stings you. It's it's like why couldn't you just get the box? Not the who knows? I have to wait till more people come here. And he he's just stinging at you furiously. What are you guys doing? 
so I took. Do you say I took five? Yeah, your armor still factors in, so you you only take three. So I take three. So that's three vitality. Uh huh. Is that right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, uh -huh. actually, um, since since this, he got the jump on you, it's actually going to be wound points. Oh. I can heal those mm. up. Yeah, certain attacks bypass their vitality, because vi vitality is more like you being aware of an attack and able to dodge it and do stuff. Wound points is yeah. like if someone <coughs> stealth attacks you or something and you're not even aware of it coming, that's when it goes directly to wound points, and that's those are harder to heal. You can be poisoned, all kinds of bad things. But, yeah, so since you weren't aware of them attacking, so this goes to your wound points uh, entirely. Um, but, you know, again, Fira has, she has healing magic, so it yeah. might not be so bad. Uh, but what are you two doing now? Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to heal him real quick because I don't want to take any chances. Okay. Him being low, so. He's important. I don't okay. know why I rolled it. I'm going to... Oh, you can um, get all your Back, by the way. Uh, Fira, Fira, with a, with a touch, your the wound heals shut um, instantly. Right. So am I back to full? Yes. Yep. Yep, great. Can I, in that case, I'm going to try and stab this thing with my dagger. Okay. Four. You rolled a four? Yeah. Oh. Uh, it, it, he darts out of the way. This, he's small. He's fast, and he's uh, flying around now. Um, he's gonna swoop down upon you, Fira. Uh, so a sixteen hits you, Fira, right? No, because now my AC sixteen is a male shirt. Ooh. Okay. He he actually stings at you, and it hits the. Uh, no, he would see the shirt. He tries to avoid it. So yeah, so he's like, he's like, goes at you, and he's like, nah, and he snarls and tries to sing around, and you dodge out of the way, and he's like, just, just give me the ring, and, and I'll let you live. No, <laughs> that's not gonna happen. Five. <laughs> oh I'm gonna change dice. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna actually use a favor and do my circle of sun with a big. Oh, the big, oh, well, he makes a saving throw then. Oh, really? Well, I, I, oh, I see. Dex save for half day. I got it. Um, okay, so... Dex save, so that would be a 13, 13. Uh, he right? got a... I think he got an 11. So what's the damage? Oh, I have a dice. He, he kind of holds up his hands like, like, ah! Oh, well, this isn't so bad. No. And he's going to keep trying to sting at you, Fira, since you got the no. healing touch. Actually, he's going to bar fast on you. Make a, make a deck save. Okay. Ooh, 22. Dang it. Okay. Yeah. So you're doing uh, five acid damage. You guys gotta go. Oh, I gotta check the green card. Nope. Okay. 
your guys' turns. Alright, I'm gonna try and stab it again. <laughs> oh, God. Six. Oh, my goodness. Ooh. I'm having a terrible run. <laughs> Oof. Uh, Fira. Uh, is he actually near me? Who? The little guy, little imp guy. Is he I think he's like ten feet away from me. He's flying. A, you know, he's. I'll go up to him. And I'm gonna try and stand with the rod. Oh, okay. See if I can do some. Okay. Should I reroll that one? What'd you get? Well, look at my point. Oh, it's cock. Okay, go ahead and reroll the cockness. And I nat one. He zips back from the <laughs> other way. He goes to sting you again. Um. Oh, actually, no. He turns invisible. Oh. No. That was his turn. Yep. Okay. Oh. What the heck do we do now? Uh, so in this case, you can write an action to make an attack when he turns visible again. Um, is there anything in the room? Is, is there any ash or anything in the room? Or uh, There's that, suspicious the bags on the shelves. Mm. I, can you're an elf, so you can see in the dark, can't you? No, I don't see. No, 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 These not, elves no. don't. Um, oh, okay. But we do have the dark vision potion. I don't think that's going to help. Are you no. saying to turn the lights out and then see if we can see anything? I was just going to think that we could shut the door, and then we wouldn't need wouldn't have needed the the torch light. Does the door have a? It's on the other side. It's on the outside. I, I want to see what's in those bags. Maybe something's in those bags real quick. Okay, you run over, you grab them. If one of them is like, you're like, uh, crunchy something, something squishy, something powdery. I will take the powdery one. And I will cut a little thing in it and I'll whoosh it around the room. Okay, so uh, Marcus, while she's woofing strange, Whatever. mysterious, who knows what this <laughs> dust is around the room. Um, you do see it start to catch on the imp, and you can start to see his shape a little bit. So uh, you can attack him. You're just going to be a negative one to hit him because of uh, you can still you can hit his general shape area, but it's not like a perfect. You, okay, you I'll take I'll take. So I get the so it's a plus three in total. Is that yes, right? Yes. Yes. Nineteen. Oh. Twenty-two. Well, that's a hit. Go ahead and uh, give me a uh, roll some damage on that. All right. Four plus four. Ooh, that's eight. eight. Ouch. Yeah, he screams as you can see, like black blood spurting out. Um, it hits the ground, and you can see it's it's not. It seems to be a little acidic, but it's not like dissolving through the floor really badly. But it's it's kind of smoking a little bit. Uh, he snarls at you, and he goes to sting you. Um. He got a 16? That's... No, that's not good. You got a, your armor class is 17. That's right. Okay, so, yeah, he's trying to sting. You got your shield up. You know, he's on your shield. He's grabbing on your shield. He's, he's biting at it. He's stinging at it. He's uh, trying to, you know... He's a little, little guy. He's not doing much, but he's trying. Um, you guys have turned now. I'll have another go. Oh, and that's by the a... way, he, he turns visible when he, when he tries to attack you, so now you suffer no penalty to hit him. Nice. 
Right, so I rolled a 14 plus 4, 18. That's it. And that's 5 in total. Okay, so basically uh, he's on your shield, you kind of angle his shield down and you stab him and you basically pin his body to your shield and he just screams and, and whimpers and starts to dissolve into like rotted bones and this the sludge just oozes off your shield onto the floor. And his last words are, just wanted to wreak havoc, mortal world. <laughs> Alright, it's time to loot. Um, so the shelf has, uh, you know, there's various gemstones. Again, there's organs and substances that you don't know what it's for, but it's probably some wizard or alchemist would be over the moon to have these things. Uh, the silver box does have a ring inside. It's a like a black iron ring with a, a green gemstone in it, and inside the gemstone is a fly encased in it. Um, I'm sensing this fly demon theme. Yeah, did I, did I, did I hit home with the theme? <laughs> um, and, you know, this is, we're done with the one shot now, uh, but, you know, the ring, this is, we're going to put this adventure in with the red book stuff when it's done, so it all has... The, the ring does give you various abilities and acid resistance. You can grow wings and fly. You can spit acid and stuff. But, um, wow. Yeah, this is basically the end of the adventure. Uh, you guys got to the... Pretty you good survived. for... We got to the wow. party, too. Even with bad rolls. There were some really bad rolls going around, but you guys still managed to persevere, so awesome. 